Being a mom is hard work. I don't care if your kids are newborns or toddlers or young adults. <laughs> it is a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of emotion. And I really hope that you enjoy motherhood, that you have a a positive relationship with your kids, that you see them growing and thriving, and that you get to you get to experience the the joys and the fruit of motherhood. But I know that along the way, you have experienced and you probably are still going to experience some level of exhaustion. That's just that's just mom life. And that's what we're going to talk about today because mom life, exhaustion, anger, mom guilt, I mean all of this is normal, but so often it really comes down to our perspective about all of it, about what's happening, about why our kids are acting the way they are, about why we are acting the way we are, reacting the way that we are. And so today I want to pause from the chaos of motherhood and I want us to zero in on the perspective side of it because the reality of of motherhood is that it requires daily sacrifice. But that doesn't mean that it has to be exhausting. That doesn't mean we have to be angry and impatient with our kids. It doesn't mean we have to put up with mom guilt and constantly feeling like I should be doing more, I should be doing better. Yes, we are sacrificing a lot for our kids, but that sacrifice can actually bring us incredible joy if we have the right perspective on what motherhood is, why it matters, and how we go about doing it. And we're jumping into this conversation at um, pretty near the beginning of the church season of Lent. And I don't know, my friend, if your church really celebrates uh, the the kind of historical, classical church calendar, the season of Lent um, leading up to Easter, the season of Advent leading up to Christmas. We, We often today really zero in on the big holidays. It's a very special day. Maybe it's a special weekend. But historically, the church really has an entire season of preparing for these big celebrations. And the season of Lent is is basically a 40-day window leading up to Easter. And it's a celebration of sacrifice. It is a season of fasting, of giving up things that we enjoy, things that are important to us, and filling ourselves with things that are good for us, things that are holy, things that connect us with the Lord. It's a season of reflecting on the sacrifices that Jesus made for us to prepare us to truly celebrate Easter morning when all of that sacrifice culminates in his resurrection from the dead because he's alive today because of his sacrifice. And the book of Hebrews tells us that he went through that sacrifice for the joy that was before him. That he could see past the pain and the hardship to the incredible joy and glory that was on the other side. And it is my goal today, friend, that as we dive into this conversation about why we sacrifice as moms, why it matters, how do we do it joyfully, It is my goal, my personal goal in this conversation to encourage you to not only get through the day with your kids, 
but to enjoy the experience and to have a positive, joy-filled experience of the sacrifice that is motherhood, especially Christian motherhood. So that is, that's kind of why we're talking about this right now, because we are in the season of Lent. We are in a time of reflecting on sacrifice, not to mention the fact that your day-to-day life probably includes a good amount of sacrifice. And if your perspective on that is is not in the right place, it's a lot more likely that you're going to struggle to enjoy your family life, to connect with your kids, to find purpose, to find peace. And, and that's our goal on the podcast is to find all of that, to find all of that joy in loving our people well. So my friends, let's dive into this conversation about the daily sacrifice of motherhood. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. I almost waited for this episode until I have finished the um, product that I'm about to tell you about, but you know, why put off a good, meaningful, important conversation until all of your ducks are in a row? I don't know about you, my friend, but I, I really can't live life by getting my ducks in a row because then stuff just never happens. But here is what I want to highlight for you as we jump into our conversation today about the daily sacrifice of motherhood. I want to remind you that we have a whole line of devotionals through Love Your People Well. And the one that I'm mentioning that I am actually still in progress of, so if you're listening to this in real time, you probably have to wait another month. I'm sorry. But we do have some others already available. But I'm working right now on one specifically about the ministry of motherhood and family life and all of that investment and sacrifice that we pour into our kids and our family. Why does that matter? How do we find joy in it? everything we're going to talk about today. So if you're listening to this in the future, you're definitely going to want to check out that devotional if you're listening to this in real time. Well, I will tell you on the podcast when it's fully available, but we do already have devotionals around communication in your marriage, around finding your identity in Christ. We have um, one about anger and emotional control. And so there's a lot of good stuff there. I don't want to forget to highlight the resources that we have available that might connect with the different topics that we hit on in this podcast. So all you have to do is go to the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash devotionals, and you'll find all the ones that we have available. We're just going to keep adding to it (laughs) along with some other good stuff. Definitely check it out, Um, particularly if you find that you are stuck in the struggle, stuck in the sacrifice and, and how difficult that is as a mom. And I will kick us off also with my usual disclaimer. I'm a therapist. I'm a marriage and family therapist. So the family side of things, the relationship side of things is hugely important to me and important to you. (laughs) But although I am a therapist, this podcast is not therapy. I am not your personal counselor. And there is always a link in the podcast description to a page on the website if you have more thoughts or questions about mental health that might help you get connected with a great Christian counselor. But let's start our conversation today 
um, asking the question, why is it that I would even say that daily sacrifice is the reality of a Christian mom? That our day-to-day life as Christian moms will require daily sacrifice. I don't care how old your kids are. I don't care how, how well you've got it all together. I don't care how much help and support you have. There is always sacrifice every single day of the journey of motherhood, especially as Christian moms. And I think many times this is kind of obvious, especially when we think about little kids, like pregnancy is hard on our bodies. Let's not even talk about how that baby got actually into the world on their birthday. Um, And then there's the sleepless nights and trying to figure out all the things that come with sleep regressions and are they eating enough and, um, and all the things that the pediatrician is asking about that you didn't even think that you should be tracking. We know that that early stage of motherhood has a lot of sacrifice to it. But I think a lot of us just kind of expect or assume that as our kids get older, the sacrifice part is going to get easier. We'll be able to have a logical conversation with them. We will be able to reason with them about the rules and the consequences. We're, we're going to train them right. And so we're not going to have those issues that some other moms have. A lot of us, we don't necessarily realize we have that line of thinking, but that assumption is built in because at the beginning, we've never been a mom before. We have all the vision of what we want to do, what we should do, what we think is right. But then real life changes what the experience is actually like. And we begin to realize that far beyond those newborn years, there's still a lot of sacrifice. I I think I've been thinking about this think I've been thinking about this. (laughs) That might be a little meta. Um, But I have been thinking about this a lot lately as my kids have been potty training and they're doing really well. And yes, they're still young enough that, of course, there's still a lot of sacrifice that I expect for them. But I really thought, which again, it was not a conscious, like I couldn't have verbalized this to you. But looking back, I really thought, oh, once they're potty trained, this is going to be easier. I mean, there's three of them. They're triplets. Let's not talk about how expensive diapers are. <laughs> I, I, I just assumed once they get the hang of it, you know, it might take a month or two. This is going to be less work for me. And in reality, and we're a few months in. They're doing really well, but it's way more work for me. <laughs> it takes a lot. I mean, not even the cleaning up accidents. I do not. I don't really mind that part. I'm a stay at home mom. Like we, we're, we're not out and about a whole lot maybe just because of how crazy it is with three of them. But I really don't mind the accidents. They usually tell me about it and they're doing really well overall. But I mean, everything we do is such a drama about if we're going to go to the library. Well, we all have to try to go potty. Oh, we all took our pants. Okay, now we have to get dressed again. Oh, now we have to get shoes on. Oh, you have to go now, but you didn't before. Okay, all that stuff that's totally normal. I just, I guess I didn't really think about the fact that they're going to still need a lot of my help. And I and so that has led me to really be thinking about there are ways I'm sacrificing for my kids that I expected, that I fully knew, you know, I may not know what, exactly what it's going to look like, but I know it's a lot of work to be a stay-at-home mom. It's a lot of work to be a mom. It's a lot of work to have triplets. It's a lot of work to have toddlers. I knew that. But there are also these layers of sacrifice that I totally did not expect that I just assumed when XYZ happens, it'll be easier. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. And so I know that as they get older, 
I've worked with a lot of moms of preteens and teenagers and older kids, and I know that many times, instead of getting easier, it gets harder. There become more and more sacrifices that we weren't expecting, which often makes them more difficult to emotionally manage. I have friends whose kids are getting their driver's licenses. And yes, there's an element of, oh, my life is going to be so much easier now. Like you can drive your younger brother to soccer practice or whatever the thing is. But it also means someone doesn't have a car because your 16 year old is driving the car. And when they want to run out and meet a friend or run an errand or do something, all of a sudden they have to decide, am I going to give you the car? Am I not? Like who's going to have it? I mean, there's just a lot of again, sacrifice that they weren't expecting. (laughs) Yes, there are blessings. There are ways where it's convenient. It's a part of life. It's a part of growing up. But some of those sacrifices that we don't expect are sometimes the hardest ones for us to deal with. And then when we think about the reality of Christian life, the daily sacrifice, not just of motherhood, but of Christian motherhood, is a whole nother level because we know we are raising our kids for God. We know that everything we do with them, every conversation, every act of discipline, every spiritual growth moment, every totally normal moment that we don't think of as a spiritual growth moment, all of that matters. And we know that our God asks us to be kind and compassionate, to forgive to be humble, to turn the other cheek. And we don't always think about the fact that that's that's not stopping at our front door. (laughs) If anything, it is starting inside the house and then going out through that front door to the rest of the world. We don't think about how difficult is it going to be to apologize to my 13-year-old after I've yelled at them or um, told them a falsehood or, you know, done something that I need to come back and apologize for? How am I going to handle turning the other cheek as a parent? How do I do that? Should I do that? What does grace look like in parenting and discipline and all these things? There is a whole nother level of sacrifice of trying to do this motherhood thing as a Christian and raise our kids to know the Lord. And so when I say daily sacrifice is the reality For every Christian mom, no matter how old your kids are, it's not only because of the mom part, it's because of the Christian part. But the thing is, that is the part that I believe brings us the greatest joy. Because our goal today is not just to complain about motherhood and sacrifice and how hard it is. It's to get past that, to look past that and have the perspective the same perspective that Jesus had about his sacrifice, looking to the joy that is ahead. And we can say that motherhood is a joyful experience. Even the sacrificial part of it is a joyful experience, partly because it pleases God, that he knows this is hard. He knows exactly what it's like to turn the other cheek with people who you shouldn't have to turn the other cheek with. He knows everything that we are going through. Now, was Jesus a mom? Of course not. (laughs) He was a man. He did not have children. But our Heavenly Father is a parent in a way that we can't even experience as human parents. And so knowing that we are sacrificing, at least in part, for God, because of God, it pleases him. And because we love him, that brings us joy. 
And we also need to remember how much our sacrifice blesses our kids. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty confident it makes you happy when someone does something nice for your kids. It may, I mean, our neighbor just the other day, we don't even know her very well, but she went to Disney World. She came home with a toy for our kids. And, and it was just so sweet. And you're just, I mean, she walks over just to give us this little toy and say hello. And I'm like, this is such a blessing for our kids to be blessed with this. Now, do we have more than enough toys? Of course we do. Every toddler mom has more than enough toys. But we will definitely be playing with this toy because it was a gift. It was a blessing. I know that we all get excited about that when other people bless our kids. But we need to remember that when we sacrifice for them, when we give them the car keys, even though we really want to go out ourselves, and when we clean up the accident that they had for the fifth time today, all the different sacrifices that we give for our kids, big or little, it blesses them. And when we can remember that and focus on that, it should bring us the same joy that some total stranger, well, my neighbor's not a total stranger, but you know, someone outside of the family blessing our kids brings us joy. But there are a few other reasons that we need to focus on, um, that we need to remember and remind ourselves of that will help us shift our perspective from the pain and the grind and the exhaustion of sacrifice toward the joy of that specific sacrifice called motherhood. And one of the reasons it brings us joy is simply because it fulfills our role and our responsibility. Now we can get resentful about that if we want, (laughs) what our role is, what our responsibilities are, but there is something incredibly satisfying and fulfilling about having a role, having a responsibility and being able to stand up and say, I am doing that. I'm not doing it perfectly, but I'm doing my best. I'm working at it. I'm doing hard work and I'm seeing growth in that. When we can stand up and say that, that I'm sacrificing for my kid, even if it's through gritted teeth, even if I didn't get any sleep last night, I am stepping into that role of motherhood. And that is, that's an honor and that's a blessing. And that should bring us joy to know I am doing the right thing here. I don't really want to do it. It's hard. You know, we might have all those thoughts in our heads too, but can we remind ourselves, I am doing the right thing for my child, for myself as a mom. That thought process is incredibly powerful in bringing back that perspective of joy. But there's two other things I want to highlight for us to focus on, remind ourselves of about why the sacrifice brings us joy. And that is because it deepens our bond with our kids. And we know what joy that brings us. I mean, there is nothing like having that close relationship with your kids. And I mean, part of me wants my kids to stay too forever because they're so cute and they say the silliest little things and it's adorable. But I really look forward to what is our relationship going to be like when they're 22 instead of two? And are we going to be friends with each other? Are we going to have a bond and a relationship? I long for that. I want that. And I believe that my sacrifices today are helping me build that bond that will not only bring me joy today, because I have a good relationship with my kids, but will also bring me joy in the future. Probably 
exponential joy. It's only going to grow as that relationship grows. And I know there will be hard seasons. I know that my sacrifices today are not a guarantee of some future relationship with my kids because they're not robots and I can't control them. But I also know I'm doing my part to deepen that bond and build that relationship. And then the final thing we need to remember, and from here we will talk about some action steps. So these are things to focus our thoughts on and remind ourselves of about why the sacrifice brings us joy. Then we will talk about some action steps. <laughs> they, they go in line together, but in my brain at least, they were feeling a little bit separate. So that's why we're talking about them one at a time. But the final thing that I want to encourage you, my friend, to meditate on, remind yourself of, and reflect on is the reality that anything worth having is worth sacrificing for. And I might be particularly sensitive to that in the realm of motherhood because we have infertility issues. You can go back and listen to episode two for a little more um, on my story and how God brought us our children. Um, But there was a lot of pain and sacrifice in becoming a mother. And so I realized there's an element of appreciation for that relationship that, you know, that probably would not be the same if we had not gone through that journey, which is not to say I wouldn't have a bond with them because they're my kids, but it's just a different journey. That's the journey that the Lord has brought us through. And And it's true of everything in your marriage. If you want to have a deep and happy and meaningful connection, it's going to take time and energy that you might not always feel like you have. It's going to take sacrifice. And if you have a job that you love and you want to get that promotion and you're working hard for it, if it's worth having, you're going to have to sacrifice for it. And there's something to be said psychologically for the reality that when we do give a sacrifice for something, it makes the thing more valuable to us. Um, we're not, we don't need to dive into all the psychology of that. <laughs> but, but it's like we realize we are initiating this deeper connection with this person or this thing because we are choosing to sacrifice for it. So this goes far beyond the walls of motherhood, but it absolutely applies to our motherhood. We love our kids. We want a great relationship with our kids. We want the best for our kids. And so we sacrifice for them. And we might complain about it. We might grumble about it. But we should hopefully shift that perspective toward the joy of our children and our relationship with them and the future and the potential that they have. So let's shift gears and dig a little more into some action steps around how we can move our perspective from the potential grumbling about sacrifice, especially daily sacrifice, has a whole nother level when you have to do it every single day, again and again and again. But how do we do it joyfully? What are some actions that will help us stay grounded in the joy? Now, obviously, the first action is that we focus our thoughts on the things that are good and true and beautiful and that bring us joy. Focus our thoughts on the reality that this sacrifice pleases God. This sacrifice blesses my kid. This sacrifice fulfills my role and my responsibility. This sacrifice is building a relationship. And this sacrifice is reminding me and reminding my kid that they are worth it. We need to remind ourselves to fill our thoughts with those good and true and joyful 
thoughts. Focus on the gratitude. Focus on the truth. A second action step that we can take is to, um, as much as possible, sacrifice intentionally and not just as a reaction or as kind of an accidental, I didn't really think about this, but we're in the moment and so I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to choose my child's needs or desires above my own. If we can prepare that in advance, if we know going into it, I am going to make this sacrifice for you. I'm not saying that's a conversation with them necessarily, but in our own intentions and motivations, it changes our perspective about it. And I think this really helps us in those newborn years. Like every mother knows when the baby is born, labor and delivery, it's going to be painful. Recovery, it's going to be painful. I'm going to wake up a lot during the night. My kid is going to cry. We go into those sacrifices very intentionally. We can predict them. We can as well, sort of prepare for them, at least mentally, emotionally. Um, we have intentionality behind it. And I, that really helps us get through that season of motherhood because we've prepared in advance, at least to a degree that we are able to. But sometimes we stop there. I mean, I already mentioned my potty training experience with the kids recently that my sacrifices for the last few weeks have not been intentional. They've been more reactionary. Oh, I didn't realize that this would take so much effort and energy and time. Oh, we've missed some like story time at the library and some different things because of how long it took to clean up the accidents and change everyone's pants and try your potty time and all the things. And I was really frustrated about that and annoyed by that until I realized, you know, kind of what's going on. This is a sacrifice. And I've thought through that and prayed through that. And now I can go into my days intentionally deciding I'm going to clean up a lot of pee today. (laughs) I'm going to change a lot of pants today. And there are days where I don't have to change any because they do beautifully. But going into it knowing this is probably going to be a part of my day, I am mentally prepared for that reality really helps me have a better perspective when it inevitably winds up happening. Not to mention, I get to really enjoy the days when I was prepared for it. And then it doesn't happen. It's like this extra treat from the Lord that I was ready for this hard thing. And hey, it wasn't as hard today as I thought it would be. So I don't know what that looks like with the season of motherhood that you are in, but it's worth pausing and thinking about what sacrifices am I giving on a regular basis with my kids in this season? And can I kind of mentally accept that and prepare for that so that it's not as frustrating when it winds up happening? Our third action step that I want to highlight is that we need to be intentional about filling ourselves up so that we have the emotions and the energy and the attention and the focus to pour out that sacrifice on our kids. So this would include spiritual disciplines, spending that time with the Lord. We have a lot of devotionals at Love Your People Well. I mentioned them earlier, but getting that connected time of prayer and Bible reading and worship, connecting with the Lord fills us up so that we can pour it out into our kids' lives. And friendship, taking time to be with our friends, to be with other moms, to be with our mentors, whoever it might be, who these people who encourage us and lift us up and taking time for self-care and and investing in those little things or those big things that you enjoy, not just scrolling mindlessly through Instagram for half an hour. Now, maybe you enjoy that, but is that refreshing you? Is that refueling you? 
everybody's different, but taking time to think about how do I refresh myself? How do I connect with other people? How do I stay intimate with the Lord? It will fill you up and give you more emotional energy to pour out onto your kids. And we do have, like I've mentioned before, some resources at Love Your People Well. Um, I would just go to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free to get all the free resources. We have a spiritual discipline one, um, the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. We have a 51 self-care ideas list. We have a few different free resources as well, of course, as some um, deeper, you know, the devotionals and some things. So there's a lot out there. But whatever it is, connect with your church, find out what do they offer that's going to help fill you up so that you can pour out into your kids' lives. We have a few more action steps that I want to hit on today. The next one is don't let motherhood control your identity. Because if it does, if the number one thing about myself becomes I am a mom, now that's an important part of my life and I'm sure it's an important part of your life, but if that becomes the number one thing, And then my kids are disobedient, or they start acting out, or they are, God forbid, not thankful for my sacrifice. (laughs) They're not saying thank you when I do this big thing for them. That's going to hit home in a really painful way because I've wrapped up my identity in motherhood. We need to make sure that our identity as Christians comes first and our relationship with our husbands comes next. It comes before the parenting. Now, it might take less time during certain seasons of parenting and our identity simply as a woman, the things that you enjoy, the things that make you unique, the things that are your your specific talents and strengths, all of these things are incredibly important in addition to the incredibly important part of yourself that is that role of motherhood. So we need to keep these things in balance. We need to keep our priorities straight. And that will help us pour out with that daily sacrifice in a more joyful way because it loosens us from from the response. We might not get any response. We might get a very negative response. We might give a big sacrifice and then it, it all kind of falls flat or blows up in our face. And that's really frustrating. But if my identity is firm in the Lord, and my marriage is strong, and my mental health, my emotional wellness is, is kind of on track and is healthy, it's a lot easier then to manage the, the pour out of sacrifice, especially when it doesn't go the way that we are hoping and expecting and planning for it to go. And now I have two other action steps for us. The next is to know your priorities and your boundaries. Not just your priorities of relationship and identity, but your day-to-day living your life priorities and your boundaries with within your family, but also outside of your family. Now, why does this help us with our daily sacrifice? Um, because when we get loose in our boundaries, we start saying yes to a lot of things that really are not the priority. We lose track of family time. We lose out on that white space in our calendar, that time to just rest and refresh or maybe have some Sabbath, we start prioritizing things that really are not the priority. And then when we have to sacrifice, we don't have the same emotional energy available to us. Versus if you're clear about your priorities, 
you're clear about your boundaries. I'm not saying they never change or that it goes perfectly every day, but you have a pretty good sense of why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Why am I saying yes when I say yes? Why am I saying no when I say no? We do have earlier episodes in the podcast about specifically boundaries. I will link to them in the show notes. So just go to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 069. You'll see some previous episodes that connect with some of these ideas. But we need to be clear about our priorities and our boundaries in order to protect that space, that emotional space, so that we can sacrifice for our kids with joy instead of grumbling and complaining. I know for myself right now, this season as a stay-at-home mom (laughs) with the potty training. And (laughs) again, I've probably thought about this a lot recently, but I have to be intentional about the season we are in where they're two years old and life is crazy. The priorities that I have every day are not necessarily all getting done. I really wish that my bathrooms were cleaner. I really wish that dinner came together more smoothly. You know, there's a lot of things that are priorities, but I have to pause and reflect on what is the actual order of priorities? Because on a good day, sure, it all gets done and that's great. But on the days when the kids are cranky or they're getting sick or something's going on, I need to know what are really the top priorities. So if I don't get the chores done, that's okay because I did these other things, these sacrifices for my kids. Or there are days where the bathroom really is a priority because we're having guests over that evening or because someone had a huge accident and now it's disgusting or whatever it might be. Everyone is different. Every mom is different. Every season of life is different. But for you and your kids and your family, if you can have clarity on your priorities and your boundaries, it's really going to help you have a better perspective when you find yourself sacrificing for your family. And the last action step that I want to leave you with is we need to surround ourselves with people who build us up and encourage us. And I know I mentioned that earlier as far as filling yourself up. We need to invest time in our friendships, but we need to be careful about who those friends are. Who are the people that actually encourage us in our motherhood? And maybe don't let us get away with venting for a half hour when we grab coffee together. Um, Who are the people who actually genuinely pray for us when we are struggling? And yes, I certainly hope these are face-to-face in real life relationships, but we need to also consider our social media. Are we following people and, and scrolling through people who offer encouragement and help and build us up? Or are we scrolling through Facebook feeds, Instagram feeds that just make us feel even more guilty as a mom, even more like a failure, make us regret the sacrifices that we are making. So it's worth being intentional about not just getting that time for your friends, but who are the people who are speaking into your life. They might not even know they're speaking into your life. Some of the older ladies at church, you know, you might run into them once in a while and they have an encouraging influence on you without that being some sort of intentional get together with them. Um, Certainly that's the same for social media. People are not trying to influence you personally, but they are. And so it's up to you then to decide, is this someone whose voice and perspective I want to be filling me up? This is why I always encourage 
encourage you here on the podcast to become a part of our Facebook community through Love Your People Well, because we are there to build each other up and encourage each other. And most especially in the world of social media, that might not be what you're seeing every day when you're logging in. So let me recap for us what these action steps are that can help us not only do the daily sacrifice of Christian motherhood, but find joy in it and and get the most out of that experience. So first of all, we need to intentionally tell ourselves true, good, holy, thankful thoughts, reminding ourselves this sacrifice pleases God, blesses my kids, fulfills my role and responsibility as a mom. This sacrifice deepens that relationship with them and it it reminds me and it shows them that they are worth it. That thought process, we need to be intentional about it. We also need to, as much as we can, be intentional about our sacrifices, mentally prepare for it in advance especially if it's something that's happening often or it's a season that we're going through with our kids. If we can be intentional about it, it helps us have a better perspective. We also, action step number three, need to fill ourselves up so that we can pour out more easily. Number four, we need to be careful that our motherhood does not start to control our identity. We need to stand firm in our identity as a Christian, in our other relationships, not just our motherhood. Action step number five, know your priorities and your boundaries. Why is it that you do what you do? Why do you say yes when you say yes? When things run into each other and you have to say no to something, how do you make that decision? Um, That really goes a long way in, again, mentally approaching sacrifice in the best way possible. And then action step number six, surround yourself with people who build you up and encourage you, who are going to walk with you on the journey of motherhood. They're not going to tear you down. They're not going to criticize your sacrifice. They're not going to question what you're doing, why you're doing it. They're going to build you up and offer accountability and offer encouragement. So my friend, I hope that some of these thoughts as well as action steps are helpful for you. And I hope you'll come back on Friday for our Friday Faith follow-up episode. We're going to dive into a devotional from the Gospel of Matthew about what we can do when we're feeling totally worn down as a busy mom, when we're overwhelmed by the sacrifice in that moment. Sure, there might be ideas we talked about today for how to get out of it, how to have a better perspective. But when you're at the end of your rope, what do we do? That's what we're going to dive into on Friday. So make sure to hit subscribe or follow to the podcast um, in whatever player you use. So it'll just pop up in your library on Friday. And please know, I'm so glad that you're here. I do hope that you will join us inside the Facebook group. Um, I hope that you'll connect and find the resources we have online so they'll be helpful. The show notes for today are at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero six nine, because this is episode 69. (laughs) So you can connect with any of the resources I talked about. There will be links right in there. Some of the previous episodes that might be helpful for you. All of it's online. So I hope that you will connect not only with this community, but with whatever resources are most helpful for you. And my friend, that is all I have for today. So hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, 
If this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.